And it is time for session 147 of the Scarper Shoals campaign. First order of business, we need to handle the aftermath of the battle in the harbor district of Tabatabai. Sherby can attempt to rally the units that were broken in that battle. Um, I have altered, the, I have given each of the units that were in that battle a name. And we need to figure out the disposition of those units, what happens to them. Okay. Um, so the morale of the, the, the two broken units are the Red Chain, which was a medium infantry unit, and the Blue Knives, which was a light infantry unit. So mm -hmm. you get a plus one, you still get the plus one for having the uh, fortress. So you have to get a, you have a plus two and you need to make a 13. So it's an 11 or higher to uh, rally each one. Okay, so D20 plus Plus three. two. Plus two. Plus two. Yeah. All right. First one is a 14, so that's okay. my heavy, my, that is, my medium infantry. That's your medium infantry, and they are no longer broken. Yay! Um, and now roll for the blue knives. That's a 17. Okay, they, they are also not broken. They are also no longer broken. Um, okay. Now, a um, a unit will recover one casualty per week. Okay. Um, so uh, the uh, the head knockers are still at full strength, and the gray snakes will be back to full strength in a week. Okay. Uh, the others are all pretty badly tore up, and will take. A month or more to recover. Right. So my thought is to send the gray snakes and the head knockers onto Stierla. Okay. And that leaves me my three light infantry units and one medium. Uh, medium to recover. The medium, yes, probably will go on to Sierra Sierra once once they recover and and. Okay. All that kind of stuff. I'm right. guessing that I'm not keeping the Crimson Fleet Marines. You are not. Yeah. The, any any unit that you that you get as a result of diplomacy, you know, lent to you from another organization, goes back to that organization at the end of the intrigue. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so the next thing we need to handle is that Sherby's establishment is now complete. Um, and so you get two sets of benefits out of that. One is that it's an establishment and one for the fact that it's a sorcerer's sanctum. Mm -hmm. So start with the sorcerer's sanctum part. Uh, as we worked out, uh, any child who receives a doll on their fifth birthday within the Harbor District, which is now your domain, has a 5% mm -hmm. chance of becoming a favored soul. And their doll becomes a hand of the goddess. By my calculations, based on the population, etc., some child will be having their fifth birthday somewhere in the district pretty much every month. So there's a 5% chance each month of this effect being discovered. Uh, and House Daoud um, would definitely be interested once, it's, uh, once, it, once word gets out. Uh, second effect is that adults who live in your domain through a season, that means from a solstice to an equinox or an equinox to a solstice, will learn one random sorcerer cantrip. Uh, <laughs> but they lose it if they leave the district. 
Oh, okay. So really only homebodies are going to benefit from this. Okay. Uh, so, and given how many transients there are, it's not going to be absolutely everybody. Sailors who come right. in and out, not going to count. Uh, even fishermen who go out onto the bay, not going to count. It's going to be people who have a place, stay in it, and are basically in the district all the time. Um, so, um, you know, a significant population. But again, anyways, that will first be become apparent in about five months on the 14th of Mal Malachite, uh, which is coincidentally the Feast of All Hands. And finally, <laughs> uh, raindrops within the domain cast dazzling prismatic reflections during the day. <laughs> now, Sherby gains two benefits. You get one extra sorcery point, basically equal to your stronghold level, so that's one. Uh, but it only refreshes when you take an extended rest. So you've got okay. uh, an extended rest means staying in the harbor district for a week. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of like a deep reserve point. Um, and then, kind of like a lair action, you have something called a stronghold action. While you're in the harbor district, on initiative count 20, you can do one of the three things. Either cast three spells at the same time for using spell slots, but nevertheless, three spells at the same time. Or for, for one minute after you take this action, all of your spells are heightened, which means that saving throws are at disadvantage. Or you can be wreathed in a fire shield, which does 48 damage if somebody strikes you in melee. And you can spend sorcery points to transmute the damage to other types as usual. And it does how much damage? 48. 40, 48. Mm -hmm. But this is only while you are in the, in the, in your domain. All right. Now you may notice that Sierra has this big brawling, big sprawling domain that covers many square miles. And you have one little district. Right. That's the nature of city domains. Mm -hmm. It's just how it works. Uh, the next thing is that Sherby gains a new follower. Uh, on the morning after the, uh, the battle, in the mud next to the establishment, a vine grows overnight, producing a gigantic nine-foot watermelon. When Sherby comes out to see it, the rind splits, creating a bright pink maw and eyes. It rolls up onto viney legs and separates from, it root, from its roots. It's a watermelon ent. <laughs> you just like water. You just like watermeloning. <laughs> like the, like our water elemental. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said he says, "Greetings, mistress. My name is Al. My Al? service is a gift to you from the mistress of sunbeams to guard your stronghold." So this is the watermelon ant Al. <laughs> All right. Now, that was just the sorcerer's uh, sanctum part. We also have the establishment part. 
Um, and I can I can give you all these notes separately. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll copy and paste my notes here to you. It will generate a thousand gold pieces of profit every season, and we will account for this on the solstices and equinoxes. Okay. Um, you can gather rumors about things that are going on in Tabatabai or any of the ports that sailors in Tabatabai travel to. Mm-hmm. The cost is 100 gold pieces. That's, you know, what, what uh, you know, greasing gears and, uh, and you, know, and, you know, pushing um, uh, uh, influence. Uh, and you can direct this to some extent. You can say, you know, what, what kinds of things you want to find out about and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also gather intel. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is a separate action. Um, it, uh, and again, this is a, instead of being just rumors of things that are you know, events that are going on, this is finding out secrets about organizations. Um, this is, requires a check. It uses your proficiency bonus and, addition, and then an additional plus one for each hundred gold pieces you spend up to a, up to a maximum of plus five. Uh, and the DC depends on the organization you spy on. Um, uh, this, is, this operates outside the intrigue rules. Once we're actually in an intrigue, there's, it, it has its own, uh, its own set of rules. Okay. Um, and then finally, once per season, you can buy a favor from Sierra's Keep, Malgalad's Temple, or Avaloki's Cower and gain a little benefit from their strongholds. Any season with you, any any season in which you do this, five hundred gold pieces of your profit is diverted to whoever you got the favor from. It's part of the magic of the establishment that services get paid for. Mm. Um, so those are those are the uh, those are the the establishment benefits you get. On the first day of in operation, a tiefling woman comes in. She's dressed for, like a barmaid and is rather obviously in possession of a gel of enhancement. Mm-hmm. Uh, her top looked like it's just about ready to come off. Uh, and she says, Hey, Lana sent me. Said I should come here and ask for a job. She thought you might find someone with our sort of connections useful to have around. Come on inside and let's have a conversation. Okay. Okay. Um, she basically wants to be your liaison with the Crimson Fleet. Okay. Um, I am open to that arrangement. On and, a trial basis to make sure it works out. <laughs> and the, the kind of she never says it as such, but it's pretty obvious that the that the um, that the uh, uh, the price for that is that she's going to be around to see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, um, because uh, the Crimson Fleet is at this point another organization in the mm-hmm. in the uh things and uh yeah well considering how well we get on when profit <laughs> is on the line <laughs> <laughs> right so 
Uh, that's the business that uh, that we needed to um, handle. Um, uh, I, I was originally going to go on to Sierra from here, um, but um, uh, uh, so but let me let me uh, let me get get straight. You wanted to take uh, the gray snakes. You were going to send the gray snakes and the head knockers to Sierra's uh, keep. Um, yes. Veterans are, you know, hard to come by, so that's that's a that's a useful thing to do. Um, how how do you want to send them? See, that's a question. Hmm. I think. I would see if I could make contact with the Mooncaller. Okay. And have the Mooncaller ferry them out. Okay. All right. That's that <laughs> is that is a a doable thing. Um, yeah. Unlike copying and pasting these cards. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to isolate the cards that you're sending. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, and it's not working very well. Um, uh, uh, I, I'll just I'll just have to copy it down uh, in text. Um, doing doing the cards the way I did with with in there is is not working. I'm going to have to make um, make a file separately, and then and then keep track of them separately, and then and then put them onto a battle sheet when it's time. Uh, roll 20, maybe? Uh, if roll 20 has forms for this, that would be great. Um, we'll have to well, see. I, don't, I don't know about, well, so maybe they do. What I was just thinking, though, is that if you have sort of each one of those little card images, you mm-hmm. can upload that and have it and then move them around like tokens. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that, 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 uh, yeah, that, that might be what, what eventually I, I do. Well, and then but, each token has the little red, blue, and green number mm-hmm, fields that mm-hmm. you can update. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and it really only has one field that gets updated. It's which is the, which is the casualty number, at least during a battle, right? You know, right, all and the then other you stats could put separate. little status indicators on if necessary. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, okay. Um, so. Um, I believe uh, the House Diab Wizard, uh, Miriam, I believe is her name, yep. um, has the sending spell. Yeah. Uh, so uh, she could, she could send, send, uh, send word to someone somewhere that... Uh, that um, Wouldn't it have to be someone that she knew? Uh, yeah, it would have to be someone she's familiar with. Um, and see, that's the that's the thing is I don't know um, who it would be. It might actually be easier to send a message to the um, actuary in Portakensis and say, "Hey, the next time you're, next time these guys come in and check in, I've got a job for them." Right, right. Uh, just send a letter. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that would probably be faster. Yeah. Um. It is potentially doable that they could charter a ship. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They don't have to wait for one of our ships necessarily. But right. 
Well, I was thinking the moon color because most of that crew knows their way around the um, Scarper Shoals. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that's a bad idea. I'm just saying, like, there are, you know, that there is those other options. Well, you know what? Yeah. Actually, actually, um, the Crimson Fleet Marines need to go back to where they're going. So um, uh, a, a, a ship with uh, Crimson Fleet um, uh, credentials is available. Okay. Uh, but but it's gonna it's gonna you're gonna have to buy passage for these people. Yeah. Do I don't actually have the money for that? I don't think right this second. Uh, let's see. I, let me see if what what we've. Uh, uh, because I kept track of valuables. Um, stored treasures. Um, yeah, okay. you don't. You don't have. You, you have basically spent all the cash that was sent for your stronghold. Um, there. So, but um, they've got. They've got a um, a uh, a. a They've got a fairly man of trust with you, so if you uh, said, "Oh, you'll get paid at the destination," um, that that they'll they'll accept that, uh, okay? Because they've got an ongoing relationship with you. Okay. Um. Uh, so um, I'm going to say that transporting each unit is going to cost a hundred gold. Um, mm-hmm. and, but with an extra 10% for cash on delivery. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what, 100 and, so, uh, 240? <laughs> uh, 220 for the first two units. Yeah. So I will, um, um, uh, um, You've actually got, you've actually got, um, this, most of your money is in Shenhood right now. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to subtract it from there. Okay. Um, and, and I will mark those two units as... As bound for, uh, bound for the Scarper Shoals. Um, and th- without without uh, without Peter here, that is uh, everything that I can do today. Um, we'll have to pick up with uh, all the business with Sierra next time, because that's what I had prepped. Um, is there any other business you want to handle before we uh, before we close out? Not on my end. All right. All right. Then we'll yeah. stop here.